Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave of the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Yo, what up, Serena? Welcome to the live. Soccer Ben, what's happening? Tiago Urban, what's up? Everyone, I'm finalizing everything. Let me see what it's looking for. Setting it up for a guest. Let me see. So you guys know what's going on. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. You know what today is. And if you don't, you will soon. Hello, everyone joining in on the live. CJ Santos, hello. K23 Hampton. What's going on? I'm over here on YouTube as well, too. What up, my YouTubers? I'm trying to figure that one out on YouTube. My first time on YouTube live, so we're doing the whole shebang and getting it set up so you guys can see what's going on here. Who will be joining in with me over here? We're on YouTube. We live on YouTube. We live on Instagram. We're doing it big over here. We're getting it all set up and putting it all together. You guys can see my little setup and stuff that I've got over here. What's up, everybody? What is happening? John Hollinger, what's up? What's going on? Nando FRSS, what's happening? Welcome to the live. Welcome to the live. Happy to have you. Let's see what we've got going on. thirsty all right let's see all right everybody you know what it is i want to welcome everyone to another episode of the hash tag ask a soccer pro show episode 45 kicking it off strong this week this year and um, i'm officially going live on youtube as well too right now so this is pretty dope uh let's see what we want to get into so a couple of updates for everybody. Um, well, actually, before I get into updates, I should probably intro the show. You know what it is. It is episode 54 of the Hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. I'm your host, 11-year MLS pro, Quincy Ameriquois, currently in my free agency year. And uh, yeah, even though I'm an 11-year MLS pro, you know that on this show, we talk about the... M-S-L, baby, M-S-L, baby. Shout out uh, Chris McCann for coming up with our with our, our symbols, M-S-L, right? That is the Mental Strength League. It is a mindset and philosophy that we discuss here every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST on the at perfect underscore soccer account. It is the mindset that you need to accomplish your goals. We're here to develop a winner's mindset. We join... Uh, you guys join us here live every week so we can break down the MSL 
And, uh, you know, build a community of individuals who are here to help each other get better. So um, for those of you who are returning guests, regular viewers of the show, I'm happy to have you. Happy to see all your guys' beautiful faces and all the I'm in your head emojis. And if you guys can spam that heart button and that like button, I don't know what it is on YouTube, but if you guys can spam that over here, let me know and you're hearing me all in all right. We can really start getting getting into getting to, into everything today. So a couple of updates over on the perfect soccer side of things. If you guys are on the PSWPS weekly newsletter, you will know we just got back from the coaches convention. That was an awesome time. Uh, met a lot of awesome people. We were over at the Get on the Bus booth. If you guys are unaware as to what's going on over there with the Ryersons, um, they've got a great program called Get on the Bus for inner city um, for inner city and kids who do not have access to the beautiful game of football. And uh, uh, that is an awesome program. If you guys haven't heard about that, make sure you go and check out our newsletter. We're republishing that over on PerfectSoccerSkills.com. And um, we've got some video content of that coming out here uh, later this week. Totoro will be putting some of that stuff together. So there is an update on that. Uh, what's going on? We've completely just taken our content game to a whole new level. If you guys have been following us for any period of time, you will have noticed that um, we, we've we gotten much better at making sure we're promoting uh, the show and the day's guests and planning that out much farther ahead. And speaking of which, today's guest is for my former teammate and good friend of mine, Mr. Magic Mike McGee. So he'll be joining us here on the live here soon. He'll be joining in around 9, what, 9... 925 or so so what up mls memes welcome to the live what's going on brother uh and yeah let me i'll answer a question and i'll get into the theme of the day and the theme of today is self-honesty as you guys know self-honesty is the first pillar and core value of perfect soccer and the msl mindset and the miracle process and uh, earlier today, when I was talking with Sarah, who who helps me, who's our lead edit, uh, write, editor of writing, I'm, I'm me- messing that up again, what her title is, but she's been helping me make sure we're fleshing down these ideas and getting them more concise for the show. I think the flow of the show has gotten much better as a result of it, and um, making sure that though we all love riding that MSL wave, we get we are more strategic with what we're talking about. And um, Sarah had asked me, what of the core values that we have, what do I feel is the core value that exemplified uh, my time with uh, Mike uh, Mike McGee the most? And uh, my answer that to that question was self-honesty. And, um, and I'll go a little bit into why I believe that is the case and my relationship and friendship with Mike and uh, why I believe he's a very self-honest individual in a moment. But that is the theme of the day. And let's see what we got over here on questions in on the live. So uh, K23 Hampton asked, how to decide if transferring in college is the right decision? What are your thoughts? Quincy, I have thoughts about uh, writing out pros and cons. Any other ideas? I think that is a great place to start. Writing out your pros and cons is great because you can literally see on paper what is mentally holding you back or or encouraging you to, to do one or the other. Um, it also allows you to kind of free up more mental space so that you can you can come with new ideas or attack it at a different angle. I think sometimes uh, when you're thinking 
as much as you can or you're struggling to find or see a different perspective uh, outside of talking to other people, I think writing out your thoughts is extremely uh, helpful, therapeutic, and important. So um, I think that's a great place to start. And then from there, once you have a list, maybe we could discuss some of the pros and cons that you're thinking about and then maybe some of the things that uh, are preventing you from going one direction or another. But in alignment with today's theme, um, being honest with yourself is the most important, crucial part of that. Uh, Soccer Ben said, when analyzing games, what are general things, uh, regardless of position, to look for? When analyzing games, what are general things, regardless of position, to look for? Um, Well, well, now if you're saying it's not uh, position-specific, then uh, work ethic and... Work ethic and overall attention during the game. So, like, how tuned in is the player? Do they get lost in the game? Are they are they dialed in and focused on what it is that they're supposed to do, or what their roles and responsibility are, or are they someone who floats in and out of games? Uh, there's a, I've played with a lot of great players um, who are good for moments and spurts of time in the game, but they'll always get beaten in the long run by people who can stay focused and concentrated in on the task at hand for the full 90 minutes. The game isn't over until the ref blows a whistle for the game to be over. And I think a lot of players tend to check out at different points in the game, which cost them the game. So if that happens to be you, you want to definitely be mindful of that. Joe Jackson joining on the live. What's going on, brother? Happy to see you. Uh, TTO asked, do you think you could start if you transfer to new Austin FC team? I think if I was on any roster, I could learn how to become a starter on any team at any level. Um, uh, LA Galaxy 96 joined. What's going on, man? Uh, Yo, Jordan joined in. What's happening? Uh, Official meme said, them posters in the back are fire. You are correct. And if you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash store, you can cop yourself a nice, beautiful frame. You see that other one up there? Uh, we're now uh, selling the frames slash store. Uh, people watching can cop them. Yes, you are correct. You can now buy them now. Those are sweet. And then you also see the new long-term winner's mindset hoodies, which is which is dope. Uh, Joe Jackson asks, if you hadn't gotten to play professional soccer and not created perfect soccer, what do you think your business you would have turned out to be? Um, I would have started in trying to build a consulting business because that's really what I want to do. Uh, consulting business, and by that consulting means I in I like the flexibility of being able to help people build and grow their businesses and accomplish their goals and dreams. Um, and consulting means I I'm not I'm not stuck in just one industry or one market. So, uh, fun fact. I actually didn't want to start a soccer company because I wanted a company that wasn't associated with soccer, mainly because I don't particularly enjoy speaking about soccer a lot. That started to change over time. I've found I enjoy teaching people things, and a lot of people are very passionate about soccer. So if you're passionate about soccer, I enjoy teaching you um, how to improve and get better at your passion. So that's what I'm passionate about, and that's what the P in perfect stands for. Um, is passion. So I figured out a way to turn uh, the soccer vertical into something, into a lane that I'm passionate about uh, 
passionate talking about, and that's the mentality and the mindset, and and that that skill, that foundation transfers from any market, any niche, any sport, any game, right? Like the ideas and the philosophies and the thinking, the critical thinking skills that we talk about here on this show um, are applicable to on and off the field. And I think I probably would have been talking about and building a business around uh, developing mentality in some capacity uh, because it it would allow me the ability to get into any industry that I, I may find interesting at any particular time. I think a lot of you guys know I have a, a very wide range of interests. I really love ideas and I love like sharing ideas and talking about ideas. So um, I think critical thinking and mindset is, is uh, pivotal in that, but that's a good, that is a good question. Jordan also asks, how do you react when you make a mistake in a game? Um, I just think about the fact that it is literally impossible to play a game without making a mistake. And I move forward. There's literally nothing you can do to uh, to correct a mistake you already made. You can just focus on the next play at hand and and uh, push ahead. And that's that's what I do. And that's how I think about it. But uh, yeah, before Mike joins us in on the live, I wanted to take a couple minutes to to kind of review and talk about how I met Mike and and kind of my experience with him when uh, when I was in Chicago. So for those of you who don't know, I played for the Chicago Fire from, what was that, 2013 to 2015? Something like that. And while I was there, that's when I had met Mike. And a big, a reason for the theme today on the self-honesty was because um, when I was talking with Sarah about what I thought about Mike before I met him and knew him as a person was, I was completely limited by the outside looking in perspective. So um, I didn't know anything about him other than what I saw on the field and the team that he played for. And at that time, he was playing for the LA Galaxy. And um, I think he had scored a hat trick against the Chicago Fire the first game of the year on the road. And uh, he had been doing really well and scoring a lot of goals. And um, in my limited understanding of the game at that time and just him as an individual, um, I believed that the reason why he was as good and was performing as well was because of the quality and caliber of players around him. So um, I was under the assumption that the reason why he was scoring as many goals as he was and was being as successful as he was was because, you know, he's playing with Landon Donovan, Robbie Keane, um, Juninho. Who, I mean, Juninho, you had Omar Gonzalez, you had Sean Franklin, uh, you had... Uh, you had a lot of high-level, top-quality players on that team, and I was under the impression that the reason he was getting the opportunities and much, uh, and as successful as he was, was because of the fact that he was with such high-quality players. So, when we had traded for him and he had signed with Chicago Fire, that is my frame of mind when I when I'm meeting him. And that frame of mind is like, okay, um, this is why I believe he's successful. But I, what I stress with you guys a lot and what I think is extremely important is just because you have an assumption or an idea of what you think someone or something is, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing particularly wrong with that, especially if you only have access to so much information. What's most important is that once you're there, you're in person, you see it, you're, you're a part of it, or you're experiencing it, 
You don't allow your assumptions to prevent you from seeing what's actually true and what's actually happening in that moment. And when I uh, see Mike play for the first time in over the coming weeks, I realize that I'm 100, 1,000% incorrect in my thinking. Mike was not successful and good only because there were good guys around him and they were taking all the attention. Um, And I was wrong in that thinking. And the reason why I was wrong in that thinking was because I saw for myself what made Mike so successful. And what made Mike successful was his, his, uh, his intelligence in the game. Up until that point in my career, I had never met anyone who was as smart as a player as, as Mike. The way that he saw the game and he played the game was extremely impressive to me because, um, because he didn't have the advantage of athleticism. I'm pretty sure when he gets on here on the live, and I think he's joined in right there, we'll get him here on the live here soon. What up, Mike? Happy to have you, bro. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll call you in here in a minute. Uh, finish, gonna finish talking about you first. Uh, but my point was, what I was most impressed with Mike was his decision making on the field, his intelligence of the game, and he was an extremely clinical finisher, which was, which was a deadly combination because a player like me who is, um, uh, especially at that time and coming in, is much more athletic based. I learned from watching Mike over time that the reason why athletic players like myself would get beat by players like him was because we would rely too heavily on our athleticism to bail us out. Whereas he was looking at the game as um, how can I be as strategic as possible and give myself the opportunity to be in a good spot to finish, to create uh, goal scoring opportunities. And then most importantly, was a great uh, clinical finisher. So um, in alignment with today's theme of self-honesty, uh, one thing that I had to be very honest with myself was my my false assumptions and how had I continued those false assumptions and not admitted to myself that I was wrong in those assumptions, I would have denied myself the opportunity to learn a whole lot from a really great player. And, and with all of that being said, we got Mike over here, so let's get Mike called in on the live. And- And uh, we can get this show on the road. Oh, there you go. There you go. Is this working? Look at that beautiful face, brother. <laughs> Dude, yes, as, as, as you were, as you were talking about me, can you, can you hear me or no? Yes, yeah, I can. I can. So as you were talking to me on the show, I was already talking and, <laughs> and then realized I wasn't like, like synced into anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. So, like, uh, Mike isn't particularly the greatest with technology, so please forgive him if, if this completely blows up in the middle of. <laughs> What's going on, brothers? Good to see you, dude. Good to see you too, man. We we got a delay, or is this my fault, or just a little delay? It's probably your fault because you're. I don't know where you're at. You're probably in a dungeon somewhere. But yeah, it sounds about right. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. What's going on, man? Where where are you at? Where where are you located? What's what's been going on in your world? Dude, in Chicago. Um, <laughs> just trying to deal with this winter. Uh, I got a couple kids living the dream. Uh, missing soccer a little bit, but <laughs> making do. 
I got you. <laughs> missing soccer a bit, huh? Bro, how, how many how many years has it been since you've officially retired now and hung up the boots? So end of 2016 was my last season. So about, what's that, three years? Yeah, man, I think my math checks out, yeah. <clears throat> got you. And um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll go into it a little bit more. But since then, you've started your, your first company, right? Sneaky Fox Vodka? Yeah, yeah. Started that company pretty quickly after I got done playing. Um, wanted to do a whiskey, stumbled, stumbled on vodka, but been doing that ever since. So what made you, so once you, once you had finished your, once you officially hung up the boots and decided that you're, you're kind of like going to go into the next chapter of your life and uh, settled on business, what, what made you want to go into starting your own business as opposed to coaching or something like, something other than that? You know what? I the goal was always kind of get back into soccer, but um, and, I, and I'm, that, that's still the dream, and I want to do that. I thought while I'm young and hungry, I thought it would be the best opportunity for me to take a stab at business. Um, you know, kind of learn and see see if I can make something happen um, financially. I, um, you know, I had, didn't have a ton saved up, but enough to have a little bit of fun and, and and try out this business venture and see if I can make money to where, you know, maybe I don't have to chase things. Um, you know, the way I would if if I just dove right, right into soccer. So I'm, I'm hoping to make that happen and then make a, make a real difference in soccer after. Got you. No, I, that's, that's interesting because, um, I was uh, sharing a little bit with, before you got on the live and the thing that I was kind of, uh, talking about you and the thing that I was kind of most impressed about you just as a person was like your ability to be honest with yourself and know what it is that you wanted and kind of go for it. So, and and more more so on the field because like I was saying like you're not the you're not no I don't think anyone's saying that you're the most athletic or fastest guy in the soccer field. Right? What? <laughs> that would be. I know it's a bit of a stretch, but that would be kind of like I think what most people would tag you as, right? All right, I'll yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. I think because of that. Okay, I think because of that, you found a way to still excel at the game, and. And I kind of wanted to talk more about like, what was your mentality when you're playing? And then I also want to tie that into how you feel there's parallels on the business side. So like more so in the game, when you're looking at the game, how did you see the game and what were you thinking about when, when you're approaching the game? Yeah. I mean, the one benefit to being slow and, and uh, you know, not overly athletic is you, you gotta, you gotta figure things out the other way. And sometimes as, you know, when I was a kid, I'd go up against these dudes that were monsters and I'd always be scared. And then, and then sooner or later realize that, that that's when I had my, my most success. Um, and in MLS, it, it became the same. Whereas the, the bigger, faster guy I was playing, they, 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 they literally just forget about me. And defensively, I wasn't a, you know, wasn't a ball winner, but I was, I was pretty sound in my positioning and, and it took a lot of pride in my guy, you know, not dominating him defensively, but you know, I could, I could get into good spots. So, um, and then business world, uh, my mentalities, um, you know, I got great advice from my dad, and he's like, Mike, I don't, I don't care if it takes a day or a month or, or, or a year or two years. Figure out what you want to do and then, and then give it your all, just like just like when I was playing soccer. So um, I knew pretty pretty quickly I want to be in spirits, but, you know, just giving, giving my all to that, um, it's been huge. <clears throat> got you. What have you found – what did you find to be most difficult about soccer, and what have you found to be most difficult about business? Ooh, soccer, man! The, the amount of the amount of adversity that pe people don't see is, is nine surgeries on my right leg. Um, you know, every day somebody's coming coming for your spot, and you got you know younger dudes and, and faster dudes and stronger dudes, and um, 
you know, that, that constant battle, I kind of lived for it. But then when times you weren't healthy, it was like, shit, just leave me alone, man. Just let me, let me have my spot and just, just stop bothering me. 14 years of that. And then, and then in business, um, in business, the hardest thing is, is getting people, is getting people to, to, to buy vodka. <laughs> you know, there's, there's obviously Tito's, a lot of brands out there, um, but I've, I've stuck with it. And, um, you know, I'm pretty proud of where I am now, but got a, got a ways to go, but it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a different world. I got you. Okay. So, um, so when I was talking with, so Sarah helps me kind of put some stuff together and we're thinking of like more so, well, one, I was talking to her about my relationship with you and our friendship over time and just like playing playing on the field and then kind of like, uh, how that led to just the friendship we built off the field. And, um, I, I always remembered when you would t talk to me and say, look, Quincy, just focus on soccer, man. Like if you just really focus <laughs> on soccer, you could do this and that. And I always, I always appreciated when you said that because I, for me, at least it was an acknowledgement <laughs> from you that you knew I was good enough and I could, I could do it. And I always liked, I always appreciated that. That's how I, I took that message. But I also looked at it in terms of, you know, I'm thinking more longer term. And though I'd love, I'd love this to work out, I'm not seeing the opportunity of doing it the same way. So now that you're kind of like on the other side and you're in the business world, could you maybe, what were you thinking about what I was doing then? And what do you think about it now? And like, has your perspective changed on that at all? And like, kind of wh where, where are you thinking? Dude, I, I was always super proud of, super proud of everything you did. And I think the one thing, and I've told you this every time we speak is the, the amount of talent you have in your, you know, in your, in your brain and in your body and ability and as, you know, your heart is, 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 is almost second to none. And I think what I always challenged you with was the day you decide to do one, one thing, I think you're going to be the best in the world at it. And in soccer, you, you know, it's, you know, you, you, you are, you obviously have an incredible career and, and inserted yourself in, you know, as a great pro in this league. And then, um, you know, you're, you're obviously killing it with, with everything you do. And I feel, I was like, Quincy, if you just devote all this time to soccer, because afterwards you go up to the office and you'd be doing all your things. Or if you don't want to play soccer, if you devoted yourself just to marketing or whatever you decide, and it's every time I talk to you and you're, and you're, you have this incredible ability to do all these things. I'm just like, imagine if you did one of them. And maybe, maybe the, the blessing and curse with me is that I can't do all these things. I got, I got one thing. I got to pick to do it. <laughs> like, I got to pick to do this one thing. And I, dude, I'm good at it. And I, I work hard and I, you know, I tie my shoes and go to work. And I don't believe in, you know, shortcuts or anything like that. But that was, I, I just know you're going to kill it. And I, I feel like you get there so much faster if you pick one thing. And, and you're, listen, you're, you're doing it. And you're young and hungry. And, and I feel like you're successful at everything. Um, but one day you're gonna look back and be like, "Shit! If I would have just done what McGee said ten years ago, I'd be the I'd be the best in the world at this." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, no. And what I'm saying, I I always appreciated that, and I knew I knew what you're saying, and I heard you like a thousand percent. I guess the the reason why I didn't go all in on soccer from that side was because <laughs> I'm going like. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with B-Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-Pro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Even, if I, even though I love to play and I want to play, I say, 
no matter what, it's going to end in my mid thirties, yeah. late thirties, uh, you know what I mean? Late thirties. And I'm just like, man, maybe if we were already EPL level and these guys are paying like <laughs> five, $10 million a year, then I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm all in yeah. on soccer. But you know, at that time it's like, Hey, I'm all in on soccer is making me $60,000 a year. And, <laughs> and by the way, by, by the way, that's that's not my advice for everyone. My, my advice, ninety percent of guys I speak to, it's like, dude, prepare yourself, prepare yourself for whatever you're doing next, man. <laughs> like, like, give soccer your all, but like maybe start thinking about start thinking about your future. I was never worried about your post soccer days. I was never worried, like, like I never lost a night's sleep being like, yo, what is Quincy gonna do? When he's done playing. Like, I know you're gonna succeed. Like, I know you're gonna do it. It's like. I just think, and maybe my career got to a point where after injuries and stuff, I couldn't, after post-2006, I had a little injury, and um, I never really became the same player, but obviously found some success, and it you know changed my life forever. But, um, you know, I forgot, the, forgot where I was going with that. But I, my, my point is, you, I just saw something in you where if you just devoted yourself just to soccer, I think you'd, and you're having a great career. This isn't uh, whatever, but my intention was just focus on this, and when you're done, you're going to be, you're, you're, you're going to be great at something and just and just focus all your energy in that. So I think I'm repeating and, and rambling myself, <laughs> rambling now, but I think you, I think you get what I'm trying to say. You could, you could usually translate for me better than I could talk. <clears throat> oh yeah, bro. Well, uh, speaking of, okay, that's a great transition. Cause I think what's great is now that you're out on the other side, we can maybe talk about some of the stuff that actually happened behind, like in the locker room. Oh, so, man. Uh, I know you, <laughs> I know, I know you would text me the other day, because I think I posted something on Twitter of, like, the black dudes getting in the club and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when you reached out to me, you said, ah, oh, I re I just remembered you yelling at me. No. Don't do it. Am I, am I, am I allowed to talk about it now? Or is this, is this the stage? Oh, no, no, okay. What I'll say is. No, I'm kidding. What I'm I'll kidding, say is. Kidding. No, I know. The, no, the more so is saying, like, okay, Mike back then, right? And Mike now, looking at Mike back then, yeah. right? What does Mike know now that Mike didn't know back then? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's really a lot, a lot. Not to act imp imp impulsively. What's the word? Impulsively? Yeah, impulsively. W impulsively. Um, but yeah, the topic you're talking about was is is one I'll, I'll avoid it at all costs now. But listen, I, I do they do they know what we're talking about or no? <laughs> No, I feel comfortable enough just mentioning what it was, but they're obviously in a locker room. There's all different walks of life and, you know, races and <clears throat> ethnicities and whatever. And when, when messed up things would happen in the news, we'd obviously talk about it in the locker room. And I, I always had the opinion, we were all good people. So we'd all agree on things. So I'd want to touch on a race subject and, and Quincy, anyone will tell you, I one of the races bone in my body. <clears throat> um, but I shouldn't be commenting on it. So he taught me that in a situation where I wanted to say something and, and I should probably stop talking now. Quincy, you take, you take it from here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to stop you there. The, 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 okay. So the, the point of it and which is really, uh, which is awesome because, and my, my theme of today was self-honesty. And this is what I always really appreciated a lot about you was like, I knew what your intentions were and I knew what you meant in what you were saying. Right. And, and uh, I'm someone who always wants to know, like, the truth, even if it's, like, the most messed up thing in the world, because then that gives me an opportunity to kind of, like, address it or get improve or get better. And um, uh, but not all things. And this is the thing that I, took me a while to learn, especially in playing was, like, 
not every time is the right time to, yeah. to, to say something. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, though you were right about everything and you were <laughs> spot on about it, but I yeah. just go, now is not the right time and, and there's nothing to gain from it. And that's, I think yeah. that's something that's really hard to, um, to accept when you're young and hungry at certain times, you know, cause you're just like, Hey, no, like I'm here. I'm right. I know I'm right. But yeah, um, I think it took me, I think it took me like 48 hours and I came and give you a big hug. I was like, dude, thanks man. Like I, I fact checked this with a couple other people too. <laughs> and this, I would have, I would have, this would have maybe ended my career. <laughs> <laughs> this would have ended it. <laughs> oh. yeah, so we're good, and we kept we kept it going, bro. We kept we kept riding the wave. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, yep. dude. Oh my god, man. Um. Oh, so I'm just now I'm, th I'm thinking about all the stupid stuff that we we're doing. Like we we're doing the Quincy time episodes. I remember the Mike McGee day off. Yeah, dude, I, dude I, I give us a lot of credit, man, because we obviously think everything would have been great if we were, we were in a better situation with the club and our team. And um, I felt like the reason we, we, we really hit it off was through through chaos and and losses. And, you know, when, when you want to look around and, and see guys that you just go to battle with, we, we always knew we had each other, whether it was whether we were frustrated with each other or our, my, myself or you or anyone just because we weren't winning. At the end of the day, me and you were the two two of the few guys. Obviously, Jeff Loranowitz and you know Logan Pauls. There, there was other guys. There was Sega. You know, there there was other guys with the same mentality. But me and you'd be up top. At the end of the game, me and you could walk off and be like, "Dude, we we clearly aren't good, but like, you know, good good fight, man." Like that's that's all that's all we had right now. So that the amount of respect we respect we gained for another, I think, even, even though none of us were, were happy. You know, we we were you know one of the worst teams in the league, but. Um, you know, I earned a lot of, or you earned a lot of respect in my book, purely just, just watching you fight and battle. And we, we tried to keep our mouth shut the best we could, but, um, you know, you, you learn a lot, you learn more about people when, when things suck, <laughs> when, when nothing's going right, when, you know, I end up having a surgery and you're looking around and people want to make excuses. And, you know, by, by all means, we were probably complaining too, but when we walked on the field and we were fighting, it was, it was, it was everything we had. And it was, whether it wasn't good enough, it clearly wasn't as a team, but, you know, me seeing that out of you was was all I needed to see from from a dude that you know that I that I have all my respect for. Had it then, and, and obviously I have it now. Bro, no, I, I I mean I really I really appreciate that. Like, um, so more so, I think what you're kind of touching on a lot, and what we talk a lot about on the show is is mentality. Um, and I agree heavily with you on the idea that you really showcase who you are when things aren't going well as opposed to when things are going great. Like it's really easy for everyone <clears throat> to be happy and buddy buddy and hanging out and cheering each other on when things are going well. Um, what do you think was, is the greatest determining factor in, in your mentality and how you approach the game when things aren't going well? Oh, I just gotta, um, man, that's a tough one. I, uh, you know, I, I, I made a lot of mistakes in this category and I, and I felt like, and, and, some of the best moments in my life were, in, were, were, were while things were bad. Um, you know, I have regrets, obviously, at times when you know, I never quit on a team or, or quit on the field. But, you know, I, I remember some times with a fire where I, you know, mentally I was when I was off, but I was gone. And, and if and, and looking back, on, there were some guys that, that, that probably needed me. And, and I, I, I regret and I've, I've had conversations with even Andrew Hoffman apologizing to him. Like, listen, I, I'll never apologize for anything I do on the field, but I, I, I truly believe that I, I handled that situation incredibly poorly. And if, if I could go back and look at my time there, 
I, I would have used that as the greatest opportunity ever to be to be a better role model. And I totally missed the opportunity for guys like Polster or, or Harry Ship or, you know, Chris Ritter or all, all these young guys. Um, and, I, and I totally, totally missed the boat there. Then there was time with the Galaxy when, you know, our first couple of years when, when our team, we actually had a little bit of success. But I remember we weren't playing well. And I, I remember being being an incredible, incredible example and a role model and, and fighting. And, and when, when we had problems within the group, I was the guy who brought, brought guys together at times, you know, whether it was, you know, Beckham or, or Landon were fighting at times, or Kino, and and you know, guys, I was I was a common link there. So uh, I was on both ends of it, and, and one of the biggest regrets of my career is, is probably that time in Chicago when when I completely missed an opportunity to. Yeah, I, I was I was selfish, and maybe it was coming after MVP season or or, or whatever, or, or think I was scoring goals, and I, maybe it got to my head. I'm not sure what, but you know, looking back at my career, that was the one thing I wish I I wish I wish I could take back. No, hey, you know what I think. It's funny because last week I was talking. I talked a little bit about vulnerability and admitting to mistakes. A lot of the stuff that we talk about here is um, admitting mistakes because if we don't acknowledge them, we don't have an ability to to reflect and learn from them and really uh, apply those lessons later in life. Um, I mean, I think that's <laughs> that's big time. I, I I don't think a lot of guys understand how difficult it is to admit when you're wrong especially yeah. when it comes to something that you might not be able to go back in time and, and address. But I do think even being able to do it now is extremely yeah. valuable in your ability to kind of navigate moving forward. Cause you can, you can think about, you can think about how you don't want to feel like that again, yeah. or have to make those apologies again in the future. Um, what do you, well, dude, I, why I know, do you I, think? I, I... Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, you, you already know what you're, what you're going with that one. No, I was just going to say that, um, you know, th those, those lessons are, are, the, are, the, are the best ones to learn. And now go, going on in life, I can think back to all the times people helped me. Listen, I'm, I'm, no, uh, I'm not one of these stories you look back on and I got here by myself and I'm patting myself on the chest. I, I've had help all along the way. My family's been, been incredible. I, I got the best friends on the planet, um, you know, coaches. I played with the Shadow Soccer's. We were the best team in the country. And, um, you know, I've, I've been blessed all on the way. So now I, I had my opportunity to give back and, and I didn't. So it, it, in the, for the, for the long term, it'll be a good, good, uh, you know, uh, example for me to look back on that. I, I need to take all opportunities I can to give back and help other people. And like I said, with the fire, I didn't, I'm, and I'm embarrassed by it, but in the future, it's going to, it's going to, going to help me forever. Cause I'll ne never miss an opportunity to help, help people because I wouldn't be standing here without, you know, probably, probably 50 people. <clears throat> Got you. Why, uh, what do you think? What do you think is a big reason why most most guys aren't able to see that without <coughs> making a mistake? Jeez, um, you mean reflect on it? Yeah, like when you're in it, why do you think you weren't able to see it while you're in it? Dude, I, I was I was selfish. I, I think I had waited so long to play forward, and I, and I but I always told everyone I was a forward, and I and I, uh, you know, not that I needed the credit or validation, but you know, I started scoring, and and for some reason I. You know, it wasn't that I, I didn't respect Hotman or, or our coaches, but, you know, I just I, – I came from the galaxy where things are great, and I thought I knew better. But, dude, you can, you can never forget your role, right? I'm not, I'm not the coach. I don't own the team. I don't and, – and if that – if we don't all give that coach respect or whoever's in respect, if everyone can't come together with that, then, then it, it could fail, which it did. So and, – and it easily could have been me if I, if I would have – you know, I was in a position where I maybe could have gotten guys to come along, and, and maybe, maybe we could have had a different result. So – you know, I think you just get caught up in the moment, and, and at times where you're only thinking of yourself, you you know you 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 go down by yourself. So, um, yeah, I think it's self selfishness. 
No, bro, man. I mean, that's that's heavy stuff. But I'm, yeah. I'm 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 super I'm super happy that you're you know what I mean you're open and willing to share that because there's a, I think a lot of guy a lot of kids parents everybody especially who've been following the account and listening to kind of the show over time um, I know they're hearing from me over and over again like hey you, you know what I mean like admitting to your mistakes is part of the process <laughs> and understanding that you need the team and uh, philosophy here we have is you know uh, you and the team you build is all you need to get to wherever you want to be in life in soccer yeah. right yeah. and I think. The, the part that people miss out a lot on is the team you build. The team you build is literally what is going to be what you might be able to get there on your own, but the team is what's going to help you stay there and get to that next level. Yeah. So um, those lessons that you learned on the field, do you feel they're helping you to uh, build a company that kind of creates the culture that, that you, you know is necessary for success? So the, the, the hard work part? Absolutely. Um, as far as building a business, you need, I probably needed a couple more years of school for that. But, you know, I, I enjoy learning things the hard way. And I, I think the biggest thing you learn is failing is fine. It, it's it's acceptable. You learn you, if you do things the right way and you put the right work in. And I remember seasons where I put all the work in. I was in the gym and I was doing things the right way and then I had success. And then you remember when you, you know, you're cutting corners and, you know, maybe staying out too late too often. And, and, you know, those those games, you wouldn't play well if you did that during the week. So it, it all applies on this maybe times 10 because now I'm going against, you know, going against companies worth you know, billions of dollars. <clears throat> so um, that work ethic, it, it, it stays the same, man, if not, if not multiplies. Got you. No, uh, bro, that's awesome. I think I think a lot of the stuff that you're you're sharing, the lessons you're you're sharing from kind of like learning the hard way. I think is gonna help a lot of people who are listening to this um, be able to recognize their mistakes a lot sooner and maybe not have to go as far and crash as far, far yeah. to understand kind of kind of where they're they're kind of falling off off track. Um, kind of going more so on the on the field side of stuff. So before you jump jumped in on the live, I talked about um, a false assumption I had about you before I got to know you and see you. And one of those assumptions was when I'm looking outside, looking in and watching you at the Galaxy play, um, I'm thinking the reason why you're as successful as you are while you're there is because of the attention the other high-level guys that you're with are, are attracting, you know, the Debbie Beckhams, the Robbie Keens, yeah. the Landon Donovans, you know, um, uh, those types of players. And uh, what I was explaining to everybody was it was once I saw you in person and I was playing that I realized I'm completely wrong in that assumption, especially when I'm watching you play. So um, what is it that you felt what is it that you felt made you successful and what what do you feel playing around those guys <coughs> gave you an insight or an understanding of the game to kind of uh, apply to yours or get better at something or learn something that you didn't have naturally well the, the, the two things the two biggest things were one i when i was in the locker room from day one i, I wasn't scared when i got a field with them i wasn't scared so i earned the respect on the field by by, by simply going at them or, or not not caring who they were. Now, now the other thing that I think, you know, was the biggest jump in, in quality I ever took in my career was the day when, like, Robbie Keane came. Or, you know, I, I started watching this man, and I've, you know, even though I played midfield, I consider myself forward, but when now when I'm surrounded by Landon Donovan, um, Robbie Keane, David Beckham, I got to watch these guys. And I remember spending my first, almost entire first season, like, literally watching these guys every day. And I know it's cliche, and and guys say, watch this player, but you, I've never seen it before. So I think my ability to, <laughs> um, 
be humble enough to realize that Robbie Keane is, is the player I would dream to be. <laughs> and, and David Beckham never takes a day off. So what I, I remember days in New York where I'm like, dude, I need a day off. And all of a sudden, David Beckham, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm picking up on these things. And I have this ability to where I'm, I'm constantly trying to see, like, how do I get better? Because I, I, can't, I can't run like Landon Donovan. But I'll tell you what, man, I, the way he'd, I remember people hammering him after bad games where he had bad spells. And then, and then, and I bought into it. I was like, man, Landon's like, he's not, he's not himself. He's maybe he's over the hill, whatever. Now I'm watching film. This man would take a corner kick. They'd counterattack and he'd run 120 yards and like block a shots from six yards out. <clears throat> and you're like, well, you know, what's my excuse for not doing these things? So I guess the, my, my favorite, favorite thing about myself during my career was, was just copying guys and, and, and learning and, 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 you know, figuring it out that way. Cause I, you know, I couldn't figure out any other way to do it. No, I got you. No, that's, that's really important because I, I think I, you know, I'm still playing. We're, we'll see, right? Free agency year. So we'll yeah. see if, uh, if anyone's picking me up this time. But uh, one thing that I pride myself a lot on is, is helping the younger guys learn, learn the hard lessons faster so they can kind of improve and get better. And one of those things is showcasing to them that don't be so prideful that don't see, be so prideful and scared that people think you suck or you're stupid or you're dumb that you're not willing to just be be uh, naive and an idiot so you can learn. Like, yeah. I'm on the field with Lucho and Wayne Rooney, and they're sitting there taking free kicks, and I'm sitting sitting on the ground like cross-leg, a foot, like literally this close, watching yeah. like this watching his yeah. technique and then as soon as he's i'm sitting here asking and probably yeah. when i'm first meeting him as well too he's like what you know what i mean like what are you doing and i'm like bro yeah they say you're amazing and you're really good maybe i haven't been watching you growing up but i'm gonna dude. pay attention here and i'm here to soak this up and learn as much as possible yeah dude it, it, it's perfect and i so, and i, and I yeah. wish so like i wish I, I wish all americans would have gotten the chance to you know and too bad it was later on in my career right with robbie keen or ashley cole but Dude, these dudes, if young Americans could go play with these guys or even, you know, you know, even if I if I one day when I'm coaching, I can't wait to teach kids this, these things that I, I didn't learn until I was 24 years old. So, uh, so yeah, we, we, we got to give something back, man. That's what I'm saying. No, a thousand percent, man. Oh, so the stuff that I've learned, man. So, so, you know, the, the stuff that I'm talking about and we're doing here is the MSL, the Mental Strength League, right? And uh, a big reason why I've been able to survive in the league as long as I have, especially by not uh, focusing as much attention on soccer as you would have liked me to uh, from, the, from my younger age, right, was figuring out ways where I can learn extremely quickly from the guys around me. Um, because if I didn't, right, the philosophy here is adapt or die. I would not be playing if I didn't learn quickly from watching the players around me. Yeah. And one of the transitions I feel I made really, really well, and which is why I think I'm still playing and I'm here and I, I believe I will be able to play for many years to come, is uh, coming to terms and recognizing that though I'm an athletic player, uh, relying on my athleticism is not the best, quote unquote, best way to play the game. And it's not going to be a way in which I'm going to be playing long term, you know? So I think when I had met you back in Chicago, that's when I really realized that I had to rechange. I had to change my game and how I approached it. And doing so made it really difficult because people had saw me as just an athletic guy. So now when yeah. I'm trying to play more strategic and positionally and all of that, it's kind of like, hey, what are you doing? Go, you know what I mean? Like, 
I'm like, yo, I, I got to make mistakes to learn this. And yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, uh, this is what I'm saying. One, thank you, because I learned a lot from you. Just like you, uh, you describing how you learned is making me understand the things that I picked up from you while we were playing together as well, too, mm -hmm. right? I had the athleticism and the ability to work hard. But just by watching your movements and what you're doing on the field, I'm picking that up. So I'm learning what you've learned through you. You know what I mean? And for me, I'm going like, oh, I need to, I need to change like my game and my approach. And the things that Mike is talking about are true, but it's going to take me a, a, like a couple years to learn that. Cause you're going like, yeah. okay, what, how are you like 24, 25? Um, reason why I'm expressing all that is, um, I'm doing a couple of videos now where I'm breaking down my mentality and how I'm thinking and how I'm approaching the game. And I've got that over on my soccer CV. So I'd be interested for you to check that out and give me your feedback and thoughts on how I'm thinking about the game now and how I'm playing it and approaching it. But I got, okay. So we've got call it seven more minutes before Instagram kicks us off because there's a, there's an hour limit to the show. So I want to give right. you a heads up before, right. uh, before then, but, when you're when you were thinking on the field, were you thinking, or were you just uh, reacting? Like how? Were, so, how oh, reacting! I don't know. You're going to say reacting. Oh, I, so I was always thinking, and, and mo, mo, I probably spent more time not not necessarily thinking what I wanted to do, but what the game needed. So, so I I was never that guy who scored when it was three nothing. I was never going to score the fourth goal. You know, you know me. I never did step overs. I I knew my place on the field, and I, I I consider myself a really high IQ player. That you know, I was taught I was taught to find ways to win. Now, reactionary, man. I mean, soccer is completely reactionary. But I, I don't know if I. I don't I don't know. I I I'd say I was more more thinking almost at all times, and, and the entire game's reactions, right? And what do you do to react to someone else? But my 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 thought process when I was. Uh, Constantly think about was purely what does the game need? Like I, I was always trying to think. And when I got to the Galaxy, it was like <clears throat> the forwards were Robbie Keane, Landon Donovan, Beckham. We had Brazilians. Like I, there was only two spots I could play in. So I had to be the guy that. How do I stay on the field? Because I even when I score goals, all right. Well, if Landon and Robbie are playing forward, what am I going to do? So left midfield was <clears throat> was was my spot. And then I I remember games where I'm looking I'm like fuck. How do I stay on the field? Now, now, when now I realize, all right, well, when Beckham <clears throat> runs and goes up, I'm I'm gonna make sure I foul, or if he's out of place, I'm gonna make sure I get back in position for him. So I basically made myself that guy in the field where everyone on the field wanted <clears throat> wanted me on the field. So my first year there, I was coming off an injury, I wasn't playing that well, but by by thinking how how does this team need me, a team that didn't know they needed me, how do they need me? They think they need Keane, and and they did. By the way, that's. Obviously, though, those guys are you know did well for the team, but yes. it got to a point where I was I started covering for guys, and then eventually earned the respect to where they were covering for me, and then then I couldn't be off the field. They they, they needed me on the field because my my cohesion with them was they, no no one else could replace that. That that, that answer your question or no? No, no, no. It does because that's uh, that's that's exactly how I've approached the game and how I look at the game. It's saying. <laughs> I, I care to win. I care to win more than I care to score goals or get the accolades. And when you're a forward, that's probably not. That's not considered the best mindset, no. right? Uh, because usually it's your. It, usually no, absolutely it's the number of goals in your stats that determines if people think you're successful or not, right? Yeah. Um, but if the game needs a goal, then obviously that's our focus. But if the game needs 
me to lock down the defensive midfielder so that he can't play out yeah. of the back and they can't be successful, then I'm not scoring goals today. I'm just shutting down the back. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, why do you think it can be difficult for coaches or decision makers to to recognize the value in those types of players? Because I think I mean, when you're in L.A., yeah, you've got the – sorry. If you're in L.A., you have the big guys like Keane and Landon. They're, they're scoring those goals, <coughs> right? So yeah. it's easier, I guess, for them to find those role guys, those role players. But wh why do you believe it's hard for them to see the value in, the, in those players? Dude, it's a, it's a really simple answer. I mean, no offense to anyone, but, you know, the, the, the generation the, – the game has changed so much, right? And American soccer's changed, you know, 10 times more than even soccer's changed, if not 100 times more. The, the older guys in this game and positions that, that hire or make decisions clearly clearly don't know as much about soccer as, as maybe – and it's the truth. I've had conversations with guys in really high in, – in, in, and they're talking to me about players that they put on a pedestal, and I'm like, dude, this guy wouldn't I, – I would just kick this guy off my team, and he's putting this guy as the next whatever. And, it's, and I, you see it time and time again. And then you just realize that the, what we've seen in the game over the last – in MLS, especially the last 10 years since Beckham got here in 2006, I mean, <laughs> last 13 years, the game has evolved so much. And if you haven't played it and seen it and, and you're just kind of sitting somewhere else and, it, you know, it's hard. It, it's really hard to not have played the game at any level or, or not even coached overseas. And, you know, so these guys have only coached in MLS and never played with guys like Robbie Keane or, or Wayne Rooney. And now they're trying to coach everyone together. It's like if I didn't play with these guys, I would have I never known any of these things. You know, and if, and if if you've only been alive. So so my, my opinion is, you know, some of the guys still making decisions just, just don't know. But I think that's going to get – I think that's going to get weeded out. And in, in, in two generations from now, I think American, America or USA is going to be really, really soccer savvy. But we're just, we're just not. No, I – I mean, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. I just <laughs> – I think the game and the league has outgrown the, the, um, the level of – education of the generation that 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 has been bringing them up and it's not there it's, it, it, it's, 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 it's not it's not everyone it's just a lump sum so i go oh no no i i agree and I'm, I'm for me because i'm looking at it i'm going like yo i'm playing with these guys i've been here for over 11 years right and you're seeing the transition of the like the goonie bash brothers <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah. like we're not here to play soccer we're just kicking the ball yeah. and you know what i mean smash mouth smash and grab Right, that generation, and now you're seeing like this transition here into hey, it's a thinking game now. We we're playing checkers back then. Now the game is chess, and you're basically yeah. going like you might have been the best checkers player ever, but chess is a completely different game. Yeah. And you're going like wow, like it's very hard to articulate that to individuals who haven't played with top level guys like that. Where yeah. you're just you see it, you're going like yeah. no, listen, this the subtle movement. I know you can't even catch it with your eye, but that's the reason why that guy is so good. And half, yep. half a lot of people can't even see it. And um, yeah, no, I, that's why I, 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 everybody's got I, everybody's got their eye on the ball. Yes, yes, yeah. And there's there's so many there's so many games within the game that we're talk that that are going on, and it's it's just interesting to see. It's interesting to see what each level of individual is focused on in the game. And when you're talking to elite players like, like a Wayne, right. And how they're viewing the game and where, where their mind goes and, and how they're almost leading people as opposed to being led. Yeah. It just gives you such a different um, perspective on the game. And, and 
I'm just, you know what I mean? It's, it's interesting to hear your insights and how kind of that's, that's been on your side as well too. But um, I got to wrap it up here because Instagram's going to kick me off for the next two minutes or so. Um, but I wanted to, one, thank you. Thank you so much for joining on the live. I'm happy to have you, man. Um, I know our audience is loving your insight. Um, you've had, you had an amazing career. I know you're going to crush it on the business side of stuff. Is there anything in particular that you wanted to kind of shout out or promote or let people know about that you've got going on? <laughs> uh, drink sneaky Fox vodka. No, man, I'm, I'm, uh, no, but first of all, I'll, I'll come on here anytime. Thanks for having me. Um, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously a huge fan here. So I, you know, I can't wait to see what team you end up on. And, um, I'll obviously be on this show anytime, but whatever, I've always told you this, whatever you do when you're done playing, I'll, I'll be your first investor, man. You, you know that. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, hey, I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit more about that. We're, we've got a couple things going, but the way I'm looking at it now is if we're just using my career as a as a strategic marketability, we can keep going. Man. You, you put me in you put me in contact with you. I'm actually I'm going to send you over my link to my CV, and you let me know what I need to do to update or improve it, and uh, and let me know what I need to be doing. But hey, man, no, I really appreciate you joining in. I know I'm going to have you join us in on the live again here in the future. Perfect. Maybe we'll even have to set up like a, a, a special segment or show that we can just do regularly. So at least we can just connect. I always enjoy talking to you, man. Um, yeah, bro. I love what you're doing. And, and uh, I've always loved, um, you know, your honesty with me and just being a good friend. So like, I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm glad you were able to join in today. You too, brother. Talk to you soon. All right, man. Later. Yo, so that was Mr. Magic Mike McGee. I want to thank him again for joining in the live and everybody who joined in over the course of the hour. Um, as you guys know, we get the show uh, downloaded and re-uploaded to all the streaming audio platforms and video platforms within 24 hours now. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's our radio station. Um, we had Mikey Ambrose of Atlanta United, but who is now with Inner, Inner Miami. Uh, joined in on the Perfect Soccer Podcast this week. Paul interviewed him. That was a good one. Uh, make sure you guys check that out, as well as last week's episode with uh, young phenom Griffin Yao. Um, send in your request to me over on Twitter, Quincy America on Twitter. Let me know who you want to, uh, to interview next and any other questions that you guys have. I'm uh, super grateful and happy to have you guys join in on the live every single week. And I will see you guys next week at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST. Yo, what up? Drew Connor joining in. And thanks for joining. Uh, great to see you guys. And I will see everybody next week. Later. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M.
to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.